a new challenger for Roman Reigns, AEW Battle of the Belts, Time Warp goes back to 1982 for UWF Mid-South, and we have Wrestling Roulette. All that on tonight, a sun special Sunday night edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. This is a special Sunday night edition of the PNC Professional Wrestling Podcast. Ben, it's a rare episode that we're doing tonight. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But, um, you know, we uh, we had some change in schedule for AEW, so they now had I, to... Now, I have a question about that. Was that show yeah. really necessary last night? No. Because I'll tell you what, you know what that felt like? That felt like... Another hour of like they could have tacked on the dynamite. Well, yeah, but but here's here's the thing that I'm interested in, right? So, you know how Cody tested positive for COVID, and you know he was in. Uh, no, no, it's not for sure. Yeah. Okay. He was in isolation and all this for health protocols. Okay. Well, now they even said it on Dynamite, right? So they said that he'd be in um, isolation for five days and then he'd be back. So my question is this. If he's going to be back so soon, why are you crowning an interim uh, champion? Right. I mean, because Roman Reigns missed like, what, a week? And he was back on Friday night. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, so that's kind of weird. Um, you know, shout out to, to Dustin Rhodes for, um, you know, delivering a badass match. I mean, that, that, that was, uh, that was the only high point I really had. The, the other one, everything else uh, was just there. It was, un, it was, um, unnecessary. Like, I, that, that, that was not one of Rip Baker's um, best matches. No, I I didn't I didn't particularly enjoy that match myself. And then we had the FTW champion. Okay. What? what? Uh, and, and and here's here's my my other question that I had about okay. about the FTW uh, uh, championship. Okay. I'm so I'm so confused by what they're doing. I can't even speak. So. So they made a point of saying uh, that the FCW title is not recognized. No, and... Taz introduced it uh, himself uh, into ECW. Right. So, it, so it's not recognized in any company, including in, including back in the day in ECW. Okay. okay. So why are we having a match for an unrecognized title? <laughs> right. If it's not an actual title, what the fuck is it? That's like fucking having Zack Ryder uh, defending his internet championship on TV. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like... Uh, wait, wait, which, by the way, they actually have that title in one of the video games. So you can actually defend the cha- that internet championship. Yeah, I, uh, which one was that? Was that um, 2007 or 2008? No, that was uh, one of these. I don't know if it was 14, 2K14 or one of those games it, the, where you can be Zack Ryder and you can have the internet championship and defend it. That's, that's a legitimate title. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but, look, it's, so I'm not necessarily criticizing the match, um, but it's just like if you're making a point of saying this title is not recognized, why are we having it? I agree. I mean, Battle of Belts, come on, you know what? At least have tag team championships, maybe, being defended. 
uh, under uh, for, for I'm sorry for for what for that last night instead of the FTW belt, these have the tag team championships. Well, no, I don't think that would have made sense, and especially with uh, you know Ray Phoenix's injury, um, you know, and and it would have. It would have taken away from you know Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus moment. Let you know, let that breathe a little bit. No, um, but I know. I'm just. I'm, I I didn't. I don't mean like to actually have like. I would have had like a another any other kind of championship match there, or just yeah, a regular I, match. You know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not necessarily criticizing. It's just something that I that I was curious about. Like, why are we why are we having this match yep. if it's not an actual title? So, um, largely, largely, Battle of the Belts was a swing and a miss for me. Yeah, uh, like I said, it was totally unnecessary to have that. That was like an episode of Main Event or Two or Five Live. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and where do you even watch main event? That's my question. I don't know. I know up here, I believe, I don't know if they still have it, but usually it's on Monday nights before Raw on, like, uh, Sportsnet 360, which is a channel we have up here that carries Monday Night Raw. Oh, God. Like, we we started on TN. That's why I was also wondering, like, when AEW moved to TBS, I was wondering, well, am I still going to be able to watch it? Because usually when they move channels from one station to another, it will mess things up. So I'm not sure where I'd be able to still watch it. But fortunately, yeah. fortunately they uh, still carried on the same channel they were carrying it when they were on TNT. Yeah, so, well, I, so, well, so I'm good. Well, um... TBS and TNT are owned by the same network. Right, right, and uh, like I told you on a past episode, we don't have TBS. We have TBS Lite called Peachtree TV. <laughs> well, well, I mean that's like um, that's like Impact being on the, on the Hunting and Fishing Channel. Uh, I forget the name of Des- the, Destiny of the... Destination America. No, 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 this was after Destination America. Oh, oh God, I can't, God. I can't, I can't remember the name of, of that. No, I know which but, one you're talking about. I can't come up with the name offhand. But it was see. bad, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, w- I went on a rant about it regarding the, uh, um, <clears throat> You know, in the in the early stages of the show, so you know, and that's a perfect uh, segue because Ben, um, prior to going on air, I I found the uh, the results for last night's Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill pay per view. Yeah, you, you know, it, I was telling you this before we went on the air. You know. I have never bought a, a single pay-per-view for Impact Wrestling. And neither have I. But, uh, so we see we take a look at the results from last night's Hard to Kill 2022. Absolutely. Alright, so, Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill took place at the Bomb Factory in Dallas, Texas. And we had... Uh, two matches on the kickoff show. We had Jake Something defeating Madman Fulton and Mike Bailey defeating Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Laredo Kid in a fatal four-way. Now, I really like Chris Bay. He's, he's pretty cool. Uh, him and Danny Limelight are good friends. Oh, cool. Now, yeah, Dan- Danny Limelight was in AEW for a cup of coffee, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He's he's a he's a cool guy to talk to. Yeah, and he seems like he's very talented. Yep. All right, the opening match we had the first ever knockouts ultimate X match: Tasha Steeles defeating Alicia Edwards, Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace, Lady Frost, and Rosemary. 
Wait a minute. Eddie Edwards' wife participated in, a, in, a, in an alternate X match? Yes. And I didn't realize she was a wrestler. Neither did I. Hold on, you know what? Okay, I have to look this up because just to see um, what what she has on. But no, I, I'm not being a smartass. Or no, anything. no, no, no. I'm I actually realized that she was a wrestler. Okay, apparently uh, she's been in CCW and Shimmer. Well, you learn something new every day, right? right? I, I, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Progression Wrestling Podcast. I didn't even know that. All right, P- then we have... PMC exclusive. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then we had an Impact Wrestling X Division Championship. Shane Miguel retains the title, defeating Steve Macklin. So, so um, both former WWE guys. Steve Macklin? Uh, yeah, he was, uh, let me look that up, because I, I know, I know that name. Oh, wow, that's Steve Cutler, okay. Yeah. Alright, that's, okay. Yeah, that's Steve Cutler, alright. Alright, then we had an ROH World Heavyweight Championship match, Jonathan Gresham defeating Chris Sabin. I like Jonathan Gresham, he, he's really good. Josh Alexander defeated Jonah, a.k.a. the former Bronson Reed, by submission. What? Yeah. Josh Alexander defeated Jonah. Wow. I mean, I mean, I, Josh Alexander's a badass, but was that, was that, uh, was that Jonah's debut for the company? No, he made his debut before that at, a, at the previous pay-per-view. Okay, well, at least I wasn't too far off. Then we had a hardcore war tag team match. It was Eddie Edwards, Ethan Rhino, Rich Swan, and Willie Mack defeating Gallows and Anderson and Violent by Design. Made up of Eric, Eric Young and Diener and Joe Doring. Oh, so if I, if I remember correctly, I think I saw this online. I think... Rhino was actually in uh, Violent by Design, and then he got kicked out. Yes. So that's what, that's uh, that's uh, where we get uh, Heath and Rhino back as a team. Okay. Then we have Moose retaining the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship, defeating Matt Cardona and W. Morrissey in a three-way match. Wait, Matt Cardona was in was in a heavyweight title match. Okay, way to go, uh, way to, woo, 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 for the former Zack Ryder, good God. And in the main event, Mickey James is still your Impact Knockouts champion, defeating Deanna Perrazzo. Okay, see, I'm, I'm so glad you, I'm so glad you said that, because... Did you see, we, we forgot to go over this um, the, the other day, um, or maybe maybe it broke the day after, I'm not sure, but um, did you see that Mickey James is going to be in the Royal Rumble women's match? Yes, and uh, that's why uh, we're, that's perfect, because uh, now we're going to move on to SmackDown. We already went over Battle of the Bells, I believe. That, that was all we had on that show, not really yeah. much. Yeah. And uh, we impact wrestling, and uh, yeah, now we move on to SmackDown. Ben, what do you have for SmackDown? Yeah. So, um, do you want me to do uh, SmackDown? Yeah, or? just do your high points and low points. Okay, let, let me actually hit pause for me. I gotta pull it up. We'll be All right, right back, back, folks. All right. All right, we're back, Ben. So, what do you have for your high points for SmackDown? The opening segment between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have that. I loved uh, the part where Paul Heyman was whining to to uh, to oh, Roman. Yeah. He was that exactly crying. Did you cry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, Paul Heyman just like cries. Like, how can you talk to me like that? Yeah, that, that was that was amazing. I really enjoyed that. You know, it, it's um, I'm 
I've seen Brock as a um, as a face before. I don't know if people remember this, but maybe this is just a mark of how incredibly old I'm becoming. Uh, but back in like 2003, 2004-ish, uh, he had a like miniature uh, face run. Mm-hmm. Uh, with um, including like Zach Allen and Rey Mysterio and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, but by and large, obviously, we're we're very used to having um, uh, Brock in the heel role, which he fits perfectly because he's a monster. But I ha- I have to tell you, I am thoroughly enjoying this version of Brock Lesnar. And you can tell he's having fun with uh, with this run. Yeah, the um, and that's what I like because it shows a different side of Brock. Yeah. Um, and um, and the other thing too is like the whole reason why he was paired with um, with Paul Heyman was because he couldn't talk on the mic. Apparently, he can. And apparently, apparently he's learned because every time he opens his mouth, I laugh my ass off. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at him, I'm laughing with him. Yep, I agree. So, um, what else do you have for your high points? Uh, well, let me see. I might, I might have to go down a little bit. Uh, hang on. Certainly not Charlotte Flair versus Naomi. Good lord, how am I? Oh, you didn't like that? No. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think it was a bad match. And then, um, okay, the other high point was the tag team title street fight. Uh, the match itself was was very decent, um, but but here's the here's the other thing. And and I'm I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be you know parodying Macaulay Culkin on this one because even he said, uh oh, um, you know these matches that WWE has are so goddamn repetitive. Um, you know, it's like yes, we know the Usos and the New Day can have a a very 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 good match. They had they had. An, an excellent match to open up day one. I thought that was one of the highlights of the show. Um, as I mentioned in our in our damn near three hour uh, show just the other night, um, and um, but the the issue that I have is you know they're not going to lose the tag team titles if if you're smart based on the run that they're having with Roman right now. So it doesn't make any sense for for the for the new day to win them because they haven't been doing anything other than this King Xavier Wood stuff, which uh, which as I said um, the other the other night, you know uh, I'm happy for Woods, you know I I wanted him to have. Uh, some sort of position, so I was happy when when he got the crown. I mean, anyone to get the crown off of King Corbin, I'm good with that. Um, but but it's just they're not doing anything of consequence. No, they're they're getting ridiculous, especially Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I mean, they're just pretty much they're making a mockery oh. out of out of the uh, King of the Ring. Yeah. You know, because it's just like, good God, you know, don't let Bret Hart see this shit. What, you know, whatever you do. Yeah. Um, but the but that was the, definitely the two high points that I had, the, the opening and the close of the show. Okay, so here are my high points. I've got the opening with uh, Brock and Roman Reigns. The close of the show, the end of the show, Seth Rollins walking in, just cackling. That was awesome. What a way to end SmackDown. And uh, like I said, Charlotte Flair and Naomi match I didn't mind. It wasn't for me. It wasn't a bad match. But what I don't like is Charlotte Flair putting herself in the Royal Rumble. No, that's <laughs> it. That that defeats the whole purpose because I thought the purpose of the Rumble was the winner gets to challenge the champion. Yeah. 
So where, so what happens now when you have the champion putting herself in there? Yeah, good question. You know, this isn't an unprecedented thing. You know, Brock Lesnar was in there when he was the champion and stuff, but that's Brock Lesnar, you know. Um, but still, even then, it didn't make much sense. Um, you know, and anything that Charlotte Flair touches, I just find myself getting annoyed. I, 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 I honestly do. Are you done with Charlotte Flair? I... You know what, my friend? I honestly cannot tell if... I mean, I know she's a heel on TV, but honestly, I can't tell if she's a nice person in real life who just gets a bad rap or or if she's, like, a complete, up, you know, self-centered individual. I, yeah, I don't it's, hard, it's, hard, it's hard to tell. You know, they always say... Uh, for a character in wrestling is always an extension of their of themselves. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's kind of hard to tell with her. And, and you know, I mean, I, I, I part of part of me understands where she's coming from, but part of like there's something about her that just rubs me the wrong way, and and it's not her on screen presentation, even though that does too. Um, right. but anyway. The the official um, low points of the show had me talk. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> and the match following against the Viking Raiders. What you know? What I I don't want the Viking Raiders to get released. I just want them to leave and go somewhere else because they are killed. They have killed these this team. Bring back the War Raiders. Right. I mean, good God! But no, we can't have the War Raiders. We can't say the word "war" on TV. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> Shock! Oh, we we might offend the children. That is. Uh, what else is that? Your only little point? Do you have more? Uh, and then I had, I had one more. So, um. Hold on, I'll get it. I have to scroll up. All right. So. Oh, so yeah. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Naomi. Oh, okay. I, right. I just I didn't I didn't really get it. Okay, I mean for me it wasn't a bad match. Um, I didn't like the segment with Charlotte talking about the rumble putting herself in, but it was cool to see. Uh, um, you know what? It was cool, but it wasn't cool to see everyone that's going to be in the Rumble, because I like being surprised. Now we have no surprises for the Rumble. Well, we, we well, do. We, because... we, we, we still do, but, you know, like... But, to your point, let's go... I'm going to pull this up. Um, I'm going to pull up the list of uh, the, the announced participants... And we're going to go over this uh, lineup here because I think it is absolutely atrocious oh. for a number of reasons. All right. Um, hang on. So uh, let, me, let, me, let me see if I can find it. Uh, and while you're doing that, I will play some music. So, okay, here we are, Tano. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect timing. Only these. Go on. Very good. So. So, as he just stated, WWE has officially announced uh, 19 participants for the show. 19 out of 30. Oh, that's like half of the Rumble right there. Well, that's more than half. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm saying that's more than half of the Rumble right there. Okay, go on. Yeah, so, so listen to this list, because the only one that I actually like is Lita. Of course. 
Any anytime Lita wants to come on my, my screen, I'm good. Hi, <laughs> fans. When we first started the show. My co-host was infatuated with Becky Lynch. However, she is now replaced with Lita, who I'm sure he's uh, been hiding for the for a long time now. Well, no, actually, Lita was was like the first crush that I had. Yes, like, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying since we've been wrestling. I'm just saying yeah. since we've been doing the show, you were infatuated with Becky Lynch. I'm sorry, Becky, you've been replaced. I feel well, terrible, though. Like, like I said, like I said, Lita was Lita was the original. Like, on, going back to our team extreme days. Oh, Becky Lynch and Lita, that could be a match. Exactly. So, anyway, anyway, aside from that that peek behind the curtain into my brain, <laughs> the 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 participants on the Raw side are uh, Carmella. Okay. Dana Brooke, mm-hmm. Nikki A.S.H., okay. Queen Selena, Why? <laughs> I don't know, Rhea Ripley, okay. and Tamina. Interesting, alright. On, on the SmackDown side of the coin, we have Aaliyah. Charlotte Flair. I love Aaliyah. Okay, go on. Yes, your fellow Canadian. Uh, So, Aaliyah, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Natalia, Shayna Baszler, and Shotzi. And the Hall of of Famers in the match that have been announced are the Bella Twins and Aaliyah. And, of course, we also have Michelle McCool and... Oh, yeah. um, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Kelly, and Kelly Kelly. Yes, and, and then here are the... I, I forgot about the free agents because I mentioned the... Sorry, the and, Mickey J- and Mickey James. Okay. Right, so so we have the free agents in the match as as Elio mentioned, where Kelly Kelly, Michelle Michael, uh, Mickey James, but here's another one who I couldn't care less about. No disrespect to her whatsoever. Summer Ray. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We were uh, talking about that yesterday. We were like, why is Summer Ray in there? <laughs> <laughs> why? And you know what? I was asking myself this question. Where's Victoria? That's what I want to know. Bring her out. She better be a surprise in entrance yeah. in there because come on, because we all know she ain't the lady to mess with, right? Uh, I, I love me some Victoria, absolutely. Um, and come on, how about that one? How about her two thousand two entrance theme? All the things she said. Uh, yes, thank you. Come in, come Every every show. You make me a bigger fan of you. I just, <laughs> good, good lord, you're awesome. Anyway, um, if I can mark out for my co-host for a minute, but let's um, let's discuss, um, you know, Mickey James' involvement in this match a little bit more. Yeah, people were talking about the Forbidden Door. What? Which. Which you know, I I, I get that because this this really is a t- quite shocking move on on two major fronts. One, you know, when has WWE ever um, ever opened the forbidden door since since their ECW invasion angle? Yep. I mean, they haven't opened the forbidden door since like you know. 1997. That was the first ECW invasion angle. Exactly. That was the first time I saw Rob Van Dam uh, walk out on a Monday on a WWE show. So, so it, it's been a long time, folks. And so you know, and, and to do it with another like another company's champion, mm-hmm. uh, that was another uh, surprise. The biggest part of this for me. And this is this is interesting because I want to get your 
opinion on this. So Mickey James is back after all that controversy of her getting released and her getting her stuff sent back to her in a trash bag. Uh, and, um, you know, she was very upset about that, rightfully so, by the way. Um, and, uh, you know, she had, uh, and she had had, uh, Stephanie McMahon reach out to her and apologize. And, you know, and the, the person that was responsible for doing that yep. had actually gotten fired, uh, from the company. Exactly. So I wonder how he. I hate that guy. I wonder how he feels. Um, but uh, but you know, so I've been hearing a lot of talk on social media about that, and and some of it is well, obviously she was gonna come back. You know, it's a bit, it's a big payday. You know, she's a big deal, and then and then the other part of it. Um, was you know she's a, she's a sellout and I've lost all respect for her. I, I'm not saying this is me talking. I'm just talking about the different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Let me just make that clear. And and you know what is she what is she doing? And she she's here for the money and blah blah blah. Which which side of the coin do you fall on? I think she's there for, for the Royal Rumble because uh, it's, it's uh, one of the big pay-per-views of the year. She's there as a participant, I think. Well, yeah, yeah but, but that's not what I'm asking. Like, we, we know that. But, um, you know, do you, do you think Mickey James is a sellout for appearing in the Royal Rumble after all, after all of the controversy surrounding her release? I think uh, at the end of the day, she's going to do like what's uh, best for business. Don't take a phrase away from Triple H, but... Yeah, you uh, you definitely sound like a member of the authority. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm just like, it's it's cool. Like, I'm a fan of Mickey James, so it's just cool to see her in any, in any uh, match. Yeah, um, you know, and... and... From from my perspective, I, I see both sides of it. Um, but to but to me, I'm not gonna rail on a lady that that I don't know. And and the other th- and, and the other part of it too is I have a lot of um, you know respect for Mickey James and what she's done for the business. So personally, I I find it surprising that she came back. But do I have a problem with her because of it? No. Um, so that's what that's where we stand on that. But um, aside from all of the controversy, I have to tell you, Elio, this right here is the worst women's rumble lineup I have ever heard of. They better pull some rabbits out of their ass. To make this better. Now, here's here's my here's my other theory because we all know how much the women's division has sucked, based on not based on the, the talent that that's there, mind you. I'm talking about how it's booked from management. Um, so so based on that, you have you have no absolutely zero top women. Uh, in the, in this comp in this company right now, other than Charlotte Flair, because we have Bailey injured. I don't know when she's coming back, mm. and now and now you have Sasha Banks injured. Hold on, hold on. Um, Bailey, um, how much time does she have left? I don't, I don't know. Cause I was I was uh, I was saying she, for her maybe being a surprise entrant. That was just a thought, like that she could be a surprise entry. Well, well, yeah, that would be really cool because I don't know how long she's been out, but it's been a while. Um, and you know, I just I th- I think that um, 
the other part of this forbidden door uh, business. Maybe Mickey James brings the um, brings some of the Impact Women's Division into the Rumble. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. They're they're already Impact's already working with AEW. Well, they're not doing not anymore. No, really. I I think that partnership is done. Oh, okay. Because really, if you think about it, what what did that what did that partnership do for AEW? And we didn't really get to see many Impact Wrestling stars on AEW. We saw more AEW on Impact. Well, yeah, I mean, it was a one-sided deal. It was like we only ever saw Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, but they were they were already with AEW. It's, it's you know, it's not like they came over as Renegades and weren't signed yet. So I don't know. But uh, actually, uh, when when you said they better pull something off uh, with the Rumble, now I don't, did you listen to the final show of twenty twenty one that we did on December thirtieth? The other my other show. No, I did not. We had the uh, year-end awards, and uh, match of the year went to last year's Women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, I disagree with that, but nonetheless. Well, what would you have picked? I would have picked Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Okay. So, that's that's my, uh, my opinion. Yeah, just uh, based on that ending, I guess uh, we uh, we uh, went with that one over. Um, it was uh, between that one and Gargano and versus Kushida. It was between yeah. those two. Really, Walter versus uh, Dragonoff didn't no, even no, no. enter the conversation. Okay. Oh, sorry. Wait, say again. I'm surprised that Walter versus Dragonoff wasn't at least in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, I don't think, and, uh, I think we put that in, uh, the, in the other, uh, shows, um, vault for the match, the one that's, uh, no longer, is no longer around, because we had, remember we had three, uh, two shows, there was, yeah. uh, the, the regular one, and then there was a global, I think we put that in that vault. So, so yeah, you're not doing global anymore, are you? No. Well, that one's uh, done. But, uh, we are, so we're done with SmackDown. Yeah. Alright, so um, we're going to answer time warp, Ben. Now, well, um, remember, we still got to, now you still got to do um, uh, Rampage. Oh, yeah, we went over the, now, I'm confused. Okay. Fans, we'll be back shortly, because I have to look something up. Alright, fans, we are back. We just had to look up some information for AEW Rampage, and we're going to get into that right now. Ben, what do you have for Rampage here? What do you have for high points? Um, well, the the high point for me was uh, the, the main event. Um, I, actually, actually, no, I'm sorry. My bad. The, the the highlight was um hold, hold on where where is it now, now I might be looking at the wrong thing hold up was it Hook uh, and Aaron Solo uh, no no it was um oh yeah it was it was it was the main event okay it was uh yeah uh, it, it was uh, no yep yeah yeah I really like that match okay. And then um, the 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 low point for me was uh was um oh god the low point for me was actually Aaron Solo versus Hook. Okay. Because not and I have no problem with Hook, but it's just like we never see Aaron Solo do anything. So it's like why why would he be in this match? Right. 
it's weird. It's weird. I mean, um, who is he? I always get him confused with uh, Alex Reynolds or whatever, like Aaron Solo and uh, just weird, like, I always uh, think of him as part of, as a member of the Dark Order, even though I know he's not. I'm just saying, too many, too many uh, names that start with A in there. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't too impressed with Rampage or Battle of the Belts. No, Rampage uh, for me it was the main event, and and uh, like you said, I was a hook in Aaron Solo. Uh, that was my low points. So a rampage just was just there this week. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's all we have for the the shows. The rest of the shows we get together. That massive season premiere on Friday. <laughs> yeah, that was massive, folks. <laughs> um. So now I guess we're gonna move on to time warp. Absolutely. All right, and I said at the top of the show that we are going back to 1982 for the UWF. And so here we go. We have, from October 13th, UWF Mid-South from Shreveport, Louisiana. And we had a total of 14 matches on this show. Oh, did we now? <laughs> Talking about overbooking. Well, remember, so these are some some of these shows are split into two separate shows because they're TV tapings. Oh, okay. So we had in match number one, Tim Horner and Buck Robley defeating Ted Allen and Marty Lundy. You mean Arn Anderson? Arn Anderson. <laughs> in uh, match number two, Kamala defeated Jesse Barr. Never heard of Jesse Barr, I don't think. Jimmy Jack Funk? Have you heard his name ring a bell? Uh, uh, yeah. That was Jesse Barr. Okay. Then we had Teddy Biasi defeating Mr. Olympia. Mr. Wrestling 2 defeated the Grappler number one. And then we had a Louisiana Heavyweight Championship match. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is the new champion defeating Iron Mike Sharp. I'll tell, it's it's so it's so funny how these uh you know WWE jobber guys are main are main adventures in other <laughs> right? territories. Right? It's yeah. like Mike Sharp. This is a lot the most of we've seen of Mike Sharp uh, lately. It's like he's he's a Scott Casey of mid south. Exactly. <laughs> then we had Vladix Vladix Mirov defeating Vinny Romeo. Grappler number two defeating Bob Stapler. Mr. Wrestling two defeated Ricky Harris. In match number nine, Rad Pack made up of Teddy Biasi and Jim Duggan defeating Ted Allen and Marty Mundy. And in the tenth match, Kamala defeated Bob Stapler. And that uh, that's the first ten matches. Then we have four matches, which I believe were the second tapings. Junkyard Dog and Mr. Olympia defeating the Grapplers. Vladik Spirinov defeating Tim Horner. Mike Sharp defeating Vinny Romeo. And Kelly Kaniski defeated Jesse Barnum in the final match. Well, Mike Sharp had a good night. <laughs> Mike, Mike Sharp is... Wow. <laughs> and from there... We are going to go back to 1985. This is the final stop for this this episode of uh, PNC. Yeah, so but th- are, are we um, are we still doing wrestling roulette again? Yeah, that's this? what that's why. Yeah. this is the final stop for for this episode of PNC, and then on to wrestling roulette. Okay. Cool. All right. So now we are going to March 22nd, 1985, for the UWF, and this one had nine. Matches on the card from the Sam Houston Coliseum. So, in match number one, the loser leaves town, tuxedo, coal miners, glove on a pole, cage match. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Let me repeat that. Let me repeat that. It was a loser leaves town. Tuxedo. Homebiders glove on the pole. Cage match. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and we had Jim Duggan defeating Ted DiBiase. Then in the second match, we had a Lumberjack match. Kamala defeated Butch Reed. Okay. And then we had the Dirty White Boys, Tony Anthony and Len Denton. <laughs> what? That's what they were called. Well, you can't get away with calling a tag team that nowadays. Holy <laughs> shit. This, this was definitely the 80s, ladies and gentlemen. We had uh, Tony Anthony and Len Denton defeating the Rock and Roll Express. Okay. We had one man gang defeating Brad Armstrong. Jake Roberts defeated Terry Daniels. Nord the Barbarian defeated Tron Michaels. Nord the Barbarian. This is very, this is very interesting. You know who Nord the Barbarian is? No. That is the Berserker. Oh God. Then we had Tim Horner defeating Edgar Thomas. Terry Taylor defeated Steve Williams. And in the main event, Tom Pritchard defeated Thor. Did he bring his hammer to the ring? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He probably did because I believe that's uh, what the character was based on. This wrestler was based on. So that is, I'm surprised they didn't get sued by, uh, you know, Marvel or something. So that is uh, this this episode of uh, Time Warp, and now we're getting into Ben's favorite part, favorite segment. So we're gonna go on to wrestling roulette, and Ben, come on. <laughs> yeah, I I I definitely have to redeem myself. Because uh, on the last episode, I only got 7 out of 21, so I definitely got to do better. Alright, let me just pull up the playlist here. So, bear with me while I do that. Actually, um... Alright, here we go. Now, Wrestling Roulette, I play... 10 seconds of 21 themes. My co-host just has to guess whose theme they belongs to. Which is, which is easier said than done, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, are you ready? Absolutely. The first theme. That sounded like Razor Ramon. No. I didn't say that was my guess, but that's... No, I know. I know what I'm saying. It does sound, but yeah, it was gone. What is your guess? Um, I'm not sure. This is the LWO. Oh, shit. Talk about a flash from the past. Okay, Oh, win one. Let's go. Holy shit. I can't, I have no idea. That is Brian Tillman. His AEW theme. AEW themes suck. Okay? Don't they? They are terrible. How, how am I? How am I supposed to guess who has that theme? One, you can never even hear the theme, unless unless it's CM Punk or Cody Rhodes. Okay. All right, here we go. One, two. Here we go. Number three.
Karma? It is a WCW theme. Oh, oh, what the fuck? Um, Vader? I don't know. Lex Luger. Oh, fuck me, senseless. No thanks. Track <laughs> <laughs> number five. Four. Is Chris Statlander. How? I get 0 and 4. No, is it 0 and 5? I think it was 4. Okay, here's number 5. No, it is not. Yeah. It is yeah. hardcore Holly. Oh fuck! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one in four, right? Okay, yeah. Right, here we go. Track number six. Yeah, six. CM Punk. Two and four. Yeah. Track number seven. Oh God. I I yeah I don't know. It is a WAF theme. It is Jean Pierre Lafitte. Yeah, there's no way in hell I would have got that. Alright, track number eight. Here we go. What in the hell? (laughs) Is is Shrugger playing the theme song? That That is a WCW theme. Did you catch that reference? At least? I caught that reference. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's see. Um, oh, God. Uh, I don't know. That is Gorgeous George. Yeah, no way in hell I would have got that. So we are two, two and six. Six. Track number eight, nine. Coming up. Shit and glue. That is a big cast. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) 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 Two and seven. Track number ten coming up. Are you ready? Sure. You want to take a guess? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the layup. I was beginning to get depressed. <laughs> the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Three and seven. Here's number 11. Cool.
did you get these motherfuckers from? Uh, you thought AEW themes were bad. That's a WCW theme. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have one. That is Mike Awesome. That is Mike Awesome. Holy crap. Okay, okay, three you eight. Are, you are three uh, track twelve. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, I have no. What's that? That's no, the. That's the booty man. We're not counting that. <laughs> I, I am vetoing you on that. I do not give a fuck. I am still three and nine. Play another one. Okay, just add another one to the L column. This is bullshit. You don't know that one? No. Did no. you hear it at the beginning? Oh, yeah, it's the Sunder Rosa. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay, here, hold on. I'll play, I'll play it again. It's hard to make out because of the voice. Alright. So, 3 and 10. Okay, track 14. Jesus Christ, what is this? Sideshow bomb? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I... Honestly, brother, I don't know. That is Aaliyah. Ah, uh, this sucks. Three track tra- uh, fourteen, so it's three and eleven. So here we go, track fifteen. That's Nikki Cross. God, I miss Nikki Cross. No wonder I haven't heard that theme in a while. Track 16, coming up. Epico? Nope. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's Fandango. What the fuck? I've never done this bad, ever. <laughs> Good Go God. Track, uh... 17. 17 coming up. Jake the Sacred Roberts. Oh, shit. I, I, how many times are you going to put him on the list? Good guy. I, okay. Three, it's okay. I got, I got DX uh, twice in, in a row. Yeah. So, track number 19 coming up, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's Alex Wright. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Track 20 coming up. Like 
wish I could get that one wrong. Uh, n- uh, Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Okay, here's the last one. Are you ready? Yep. Sergeant Slaughter? Sergeant Slaughter. Five and sixteen. Holy <laughs> fucking Christ. Good God. Man, I told you to do better. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. That was a wash. All right. So it's always next week. Oh, one can dream. Alright, so we see you bring this week's episode, well, today's episode to a close. Absolutely. Alright, fans, for my co host Ben, I'm Elio. This is the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. We will talk to y'all next week. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. Good night, and thank you for running this marathon with us the last couple of days. Hopefully, we uh, didn't tire you out tonight. Colossal, we come.